I love starting this show happy. <laughs> Welcome to Hot Topics Live podcast. I'm Kia. Today we have an amazing show for you today. Uh, you will not believe how interesting this guest is. Um, she has an incredible story of loss and healing and learning and helping other people. And you know that we love to help people. So this is going to be great. But before we bring her out, I want to tell you that this is your weekly reminder that you are amazing. You are more than enough and you deserve to be living the best life possible for you. And we'll talk more about that later at the end of the show. Next to me, <laughs> I have this beautiful, sensational, stunning and talented woman. Gloria Goldberg, the, <laughs> founder, the founder of the podcast, Unbreakable Life with Glory. We're going to talk about depression, anxiety, and PTSD in a holistic way and natural way to always make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> you look beautiful. What have you been up to? Well, I've been doing a lot of ceremonies. And uh, mm -hmm. last night I was with Estella and her. Ooh. she did a ceremony for the full moon. And it was a women's circle, so, and we was doing Shakti, you know, yoga, mm -hmm. and creating fire for the fire, you know. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Sounds very spiritual. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I did my own full moon ritual really? last night. What um, you did? Well, you know, I'm very fond of the goddess Bastet. And so I have um, had some candles and some stuff with her and a meditation. And um, of course, you know, I'm obsessed with tarot. So I always do a tarot, a full moon tarot spread um, to see what's coming. <laughs> and, um, and I dance and listen to music and charge my crystals. So <laughs> that's what I do um, for the full moon usually. And I do something on the new moon too. I always have a new moon ritual. Um, my feminine nature aligns with the full moon. So that's a really special time. Um, so our guest, tell yes. me how you met her. Well, you know, I'm, do, I'm going to be a spiritual coach. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a group. And in that group, we started like uh, maybe, I don't maybe six people. And it was, they were saying that there was missing two people to come in. And as soon as she came back, she came in, I saw, I saw, I saw her and I said, hmm, she's going to be my friend. Just like that in my mind. And then coincidental, she lived around very close to me, like an hour mm. from me. So we, we start talking and she said, let's go have uh, breakfast one, one day. We went to a very nice, beautiful place to have breakfast and we start talking and she told me her journey uh, when she lost her her son and all mm. the healing and the process that she's been doing to overcome that i was like uh, amazed with her story like amazed because i i put myself in her shoes because we always think that we are our traumas our issues our problems are like the biggest thing in in the world and we forget that other people go through other traumas bigger than that. Probably the ones that we go through. It doesn't mean that your trauma or my trauma are bigger or, or smaller. It means that some people suffer a little bit more than others. And her story amazed me. And that's why I said to you, Kia, 
we need to bring the story because I know there's a lot of mothers and parents that that grieve for a long time the kids and and they don't know how to do and they don't know how to overcome and and matter of fact I had a friend that she it took like her like 15 years to overcome and she still she still today she didn't overcome and I understand you don't overcome totally the the loss of a, of of your of your uh, one of your kids but some parents they decide to overcome and teach and inspire like Estella do like Estella is doing it's amazing that i mean i don't think i could do a better introduction than that but i will add this on and say this woman is so talented she has so many incredible skills if you are in the spiritual community and you vibe with that kind of energy you have to watch this. You have to listen to this. If you're listening in the podcast form, there's so much knowledge here and so many gifts and talents. I mean, from crystal meditation to Reiki to water ceremonies to just like that's it's too much. So we're going to bring her on yes. <laughs> so that she can tell us more. Yes. Um, but there's so much more that she has to offer and so many skills that she brings to the table. And I can't wait to start asking her a million questions. So yes. let's bring her out. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Stella. Hi. Hi, Kia. Hi, Gloria. Hi, Stella. How are you? I am wonderful. Very, very blessed to be here. Very excited to be here. Oh, yeah. we're so Thank happy you for having me. We are so excited, too, because your, your story is amazing, and I know you're going to impact and going to transform and help a lot of people when they hear your story. Amen to that. That is where my heart is. So before we start, can you give us a little introduction? Who is Estela? <laughs> well, um, Stella is a multitasker and multifaceted uh, let's say spiritual being living a human experience. And so with my journey and all that uh, I have walked in terms of the quest that I have of who am I, what am I, and what is my purpose, it's many question. Uh, I just never thought I would uh, encounter the experience that I had to me is, is the most profound uh, strongest um, to say this. I'm not going to say uh, horrible because I just feel that in, in our soul journey, uh, there is a purpose for everything that happens. And so uh, Stella was um, always very inquisitive as a child. And I always uh, felt very different in terms of what how others saw the world. And I was not religious. My mother was not religious per se, but However, she always, she gave me a Bible and I would always pray to God without really tapping into the religion box. And uh, by example, I have to say my mother gave me such great treasures of uh, moral compass and uh, that has really guided me. And I just, I was always a, a very high achiever. So I actually... Uh, was able to get a full uh, pay scholarship to New York University in New York. 
And uh, so because I was because I always had this passion for people, I wanted to work for the United Nations and I was actually being prepared for that. However, I t- when they started taking me to the United Nations and being in this cubicle to be an interpreter and learning the different languages, French, Italian, German, uh, Spanish and English, I just did not see myself in that environment. I just felt this is just not me still. You know, there's always this this quest for people, but in what capacity, in what way? So I actually transferred to the business school. So I graduated in business administration from NYU. And I had a, I've had a career path that I say I'm very blessed to have had to now. And so uh, I work for government now as the director of human resources. And um, I love it because that is my thing for the past 27 years. I love people and I says, I'm in the right place. And so in completing this cycle, as I retire next year, I'm transitioning into what is really truly in my passion to continue people, but under um, a different platform. However, I just felt, um, I, I feel that it has all prepared me for this time. And, and when my son transcended, um, I just, I said, what is this? What is life? And to push through that veil of death and said, you know, I, you know, when people would say they fight with God and I said, I would never fight with God. I am such a faith. My faith is strong. I would never do that. I fought with God. I said, how could you? This, the most talented child, he was going to back to school um, uh, after his spring break and he had a brilliant career ahead of him. Brilliant. If I tell you, he wrote a law that went to legislation and it's in Florida and it was approved by the people. And it was to give the first time offenders the right to vote. He was very passionate about justice. He was very passionate about just, he would be there and involved and he had a passion for life. And I said, well, how could this be out of my children? I have four and I'm very blessed with my children, but he was just since he was in my womb, I always felt he was just a special soul. And I said, how could you take him? I had the connection I had with this kid that I still do. It's just, I could not fathom. So um, what I understood, I said, if I did not have all the tools, all the walks that I had in my shamanic path, in my Kundalini yoga, and my Reiki, all these tools, I took them all out of the toolbox. I said, I've got to get pushed through this. Because to serve my purpose is the legacy of life, which is my son. And, and with that is the sunflower, which is, you know, I have that tattoo, my sunflower, because that is a representation of that light always that shines and always finds the way. And the message he left, which is this tattoo, it's all good. He left this at the university I found. And so I'm not a tattoo person, but this to me is the message to the world. Let me see. I'm sorry, trying to <laughs> find the camera here. So yes, he did that and uh, found that in the school in a notebook and other paintings that were showing how awakened he was. Uh, very conscious, very, he would come and tell me, mom, what crystal can I give my friend? She's suffering from depression. And we had that kind of connection. And so my journey has been, I feel very blessed because now it's, I feel it's my time to give, really, truly give. I have been because I do moon circles, women's circles, empowering women 
to see themselves in that in that strong spirit that we have and the balance of integration of the male and female energy. That's this is who I am, and I love it. I love me. I love that. And I love your energy. It's yeah. really, really strong, powerful energy. Um, I, I have so many questions and I don't know where to begin. Okay, so <laughs> so you went to NYU, which is great. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Philadelphia, so I love the East Coast. It's home. Um, and also lived in Miami for four years, so I definitely relate. Um, you had this path of learning all of these things like shamanic things and I, you, you walked with a native American um, mm -hmm. leader for you. Yes. I'm so interested in that. Like what sent you down that path? Like going to, going to school to study business and here you are a director working for the government, but you also have this, because I've always had a duality in my life of doing multiple things, right. uh, one sort of standard thing, and then one that's like creative and different. Right. And you, you, you're like that. And I, it's rare. So I'm curious, yes. like what led you down that path of, of all of these spiritual things? It's, it was, uh, okay. So I have to say it started with yoga because oh. I was diagnosed with an illness. And I went to the doctor and the doctor said, I want you to research on these medications. And uh, they're not gonna cure you, but if you want, if not, I'll give you an alternative. I did, I, I went and I researched, I came back to the doctor and said, nope, I can't do those medications. I don't like medication, I never have. And so he said, okay, then I'm, I have one word for you, yoga. I want you to do yoga and, and don't even take it as a philosophy or anything. At that time, I was a Christian, so I have, gone through many paths. And I said, okay, I'm open to that because this is my health. And so I started diving into the different types of yoga. And what resonated with me was Kundalini yoga, which is all in the breath work and awakening the Kundalini. But my focus was on the breath work. It wasn't so much about awakening that Kundalini. That's another whole other story. And so it was, it really healed me so much that I was sharing with one of my good friends. And she said, Stella, you need to share this. This, you know, the Latin community, they don't have the means or the language. Why don't you open a yoga group? And so that's how it started. It all starts once you open your heart and you have that intention of serving without any agenda. If I tell you how it all starts rolling, insane because I started and I have testimonies that actually shared last night that she was supposed to come, that she was part, there were three that were part of my original group from yoga years ago. We've been friends for 25 years and she, and she couldn't um, get pregnant. And when she started doing the yoga, she got pregnant. She has a boy and he is a beautiful boy. And I see the changes and just seeing how they share with me intimately. Of course, I respect when they don't want to share of what, because I could see it, I feel the energy, I know what's going on and how it has shifted them. I, I had last night from these women that Gloria met, I can tell you each of their stories. One of them actually shared it, right, Gloria? Yes. Her depression yes. and how she felt because she started also, she was in my yoga group. So from that, I got, I received an invitation for with crystals. This is the principal of the high school where my kids go, the principal's wife. And she invited me. I said, okay, wow, principal's wife, okay. 
And I was just went in, I started to, and I connected with her and she goes, you're highly intuitive. You're going to be flying. You're going to just take all of us out because your intuition is going to really take you wherever you want to go when it comes to this path. And the crystals are just the beginning. And that led me to this and to <laughs> it just all led me. The Reiki, the Shaman, my, my great-grandfather Apache, to my Kashi, which is my second yoga, Kalinatha yoga, to the crystal bowls when I got certified to the in geologist with Doreen Virtue. I went to certify with her personally. So I, I don't know if I wrote that in. I don't remember if I did, but yes, it, I worked with, um, I certified Incredible. as an angiologist. And so it's all my, that is just my passion. And so just one thing leads to another because the resources the universe brings to you when you're open, when you're just saying, yes, give me. And then some, there are times I say, okay, universe, you, I'm getting a lot. So slow down a bit because there's so much to process with our, and, and that energy into our body to adjust like what I feel is going on right now. The energy is planetary energy is so strong. It's just the body's like, you know, you get the headaches or you feel tired, feel fatigued. All that is part of the energy that your body's trying to adjust and so that you can process and really take it with it. And that's why in also the lunar cycles, which is I've done ceremonies with the moon with a lot of beautiful women that work in the uh, Florida community um, in the different groups that are, they teach Reiki, one does uh, different schools of higher learning, of spiritual higher learning. So ascensions, it's so connected and so all one, and it's just beautiful. Wow, that is incredible. <laughs> How long did it take you to get so many? Okay, wait, let's go back. How many certifications do you have exactly? Like if you just had a number. Not that many, uh, maybe 10. That's a, that's a lot. So <laughs> I'll just inform you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you might not know because you seem like a high achiever. <laughs> just inform you. That is kind of a lot. So how long did it take you to get so many certifications? Oh, well, each of, uh, let's see, the sound healing was about six months. The yoga certifications were two years each. Mm -hmm. um, the angiology, that was shorter because that's what the you do it with her and then you do it online. I'd say about three months. It's really that, not that much. Um, it's very powerful when you do it with her life. And, uh, and Radley, he was with her when I did it, so I was very honored. Um, so yeah, it, it just came in cycles, like, because I, I was, I mean, my kids were young and it just the way it unfolded so organically that it really wasn't, uh, overwhelming or it wasn't that I did it all at the same time. It would all come into where I felt, oh, my shamanic path was three years, mm -hmm. you know, with the grandfather. I have, I actually have all these spiritual names from each of them and they all actually, they don't know each other and it all comes to my name which is shining star and it's all like sahales the falcon which is the visionary you know it's just so beautifully in the ashram you know savatri jaya so you know jackpri kaur kauri which is from the kundalini so it's it's beautiful because it's like it's just all it's all of me it's just one of me but it's just all these 
paths that have just been so for my evolution i'm so honored to be part of all of that so it's taken some time years <laughs> wow gloria what do you think this is amazing but also <laughs> i also want to go back a little bit to the story uh when you're when they give you the um the news about your son so people will understand and probably um, connect with you and the emotion that you felt in the moment that they call you. Can you give us the story? Denial. Uh, when my son, it was interesting because he, that summer he was going to go to Australia and uh, his father had a big argument. I was divorced at the time. Um, and his father fought with him, really had a big fight because he felt that he was going to interrupt his schooling to go to Australia to be with his cousin. But it was for the summer. And he want, he was searching within of if he really wanted to continue that path or something else. I said, well, you need some time. And so that day he was supposed to have been picked up by his friend, the guy friend. And then the, he was delayed. So the girl friends said, oh, we'll take you. And so he was in the backseat. Um sleeping with the girl next to him she was uh also sleeping and my one of his good friends texted me you know because it was half an hour before uh this accident at five o'clock p.m uh he called i called him i said where are you and he said uh well we're passing orlando and so i said okay so you know i'm really happy you're going to go to australia because he did come to terms with you know with his father and I said, you know, just we'll talk to the school. We're going to get everything ready. It's going to happen for you. Yes, mom. Thank you. And that was the last I heard. So when at eight o'clock that he was about, I said, oh, he hasn't called me, but he's probably close to getting there. Uh, his friend said there was a car accident, a really bad one in Orlando. But, you know, I'm not sure if it was Antonio. I can't tell. And so I said, no, it can't be. There's no way. They said, it can't be my son. There's just no way. And so um, when they sent me a picture and the car was crushed, it was like an accordion. And I said, there's just no way that's my son in there. There's just no way. And I just was in total denial. I called, I reached out to an uh, energy friend and I said, I need you to feel this. I need you to feel my son. I need you to tell me he's okay. And she was just like in shock. And she said, Stella, I don't feel him. I don't know. Maybe he's in the hospital. Maybe that's why I can't feel his energy. She couldn't feel him. She could not feel him. So I was like, no, there's just no way. So I called his father and his father said, let's go. Let's go to Orlando. And I'm like, no, but that's no, it. he's going to be fine. We'll find him in the hospital. So we had, there was a whole high search uh, looking for him in all hospitals and no one would give us information. And so I was in denial from, I can tell you from that time, eight o'clock at night until three o'clock in the morning where I got to Orlando because I was in denial and I had my youngest son with me. And so I went with my ex-husband and we went to Orlando because his uh, sister lives there. So we went to her house and then the patrol came to tell us like the official news. I mean, but he passed on five o'clock. And so I was numb. I was just in denial. I still couldn't believe it, but I was just, they had to, uh, they did give me medication, you know, to just because I was just in shock. And, and then I started screaming. I was just screaming and I said, this can't be. And so um, 
then, you know, when I woke up in the morning and then it was, you know, they were saying, we'll have to start making arrangements and so forth. Uh, it's such a weird state of being because it's just this limbo. This, this, like, you're like, I felt this in empty space. I've, I literally saw no color but gray in everything. It was just gray. Everything was gray. And, um, and they was like, they were putting it on me to like make the funeral arrangement. And it was just crazy how everyone came together. I have to say in awe of the government, the city I worked for, because they took care of the arrangements with the service with the, um, and I just had to deal with like the ashes because they wanted to cremate him, but they would not allow uh, me to see him. And so that was like, how could I not see my son? I want to see him and hug him and just be with him. I just, I cried and they're like, no, it's just, we can't let you see him. It's just too, um, it's too brutal for you to see him. Just remember him best as he was in that beautiful smile that he was known for. And I said, oh, I, I just, I couldn't come to terms with that. And then I, that's when I fought with God. I said, how could this be? How could I not have my son? I mean, this was my special kid. This was, he was going to do so much good to the, for the world and to the world. It's just, I didn't, I couldn't understand. So um, I was uh, blessed because I did have a lot of support. My ex-husband has a big family and my friends and work. I mean, the ceremony was just so beautiful teachers from elementary to high school to FSU, Florida State University, was where he was going. If I tell you how much I've received, and they were there at the service at the church, and then we did a, a service where my a friend, who is an amazing, beautiful celestial singer, also very spiritual, which is also something I'm tapping into, the yoga voice. Um, she did, she was just called and she knew what song and she had not uh, launched a, uh, a new song for her and it was called Celestial and it's with chimes and her voice, very soprano, very beautiful, very beautiful. And so that it was packed. I mean, it was just, I, of course I was, I, I just, I don't know how I manage and how I function, but I did. Because I just said, okay, Antonio, carry me because I can't do this. And so um, I just know, I remember that everything was just gray. There was no color. There was, I was feeling nothing. And I just felt I was in this void. And I didn't want to be with anyone. And I was by myself in my house, and I had I told my ex-husband he his family came from Colombia to be with the with us, and I just said you stay. I said take take Daniel, and I just need to be alone. And so um, I went back to work after three weeks because I said I I can't stay here because I just it was just I was doing nothing. It was just get up, and it was like so I did push myself to go back and um to keep myself busy to to have a purpose at least with because human resources i was with people so that kept me going 
So they were my journey and I can tell you it was a year of it. It was a year where I was, uh, I got to a point where I wanted to just uh, fade away. I, I wanted to say, you know, I'm not going to commit suicide. That's not me. But I was just fading away in my spirit and I was just saying, I'm just going to go. And then one day I felt this urge, this not urge, but more like a, this powerful energy. And I felt Antonio just saying, you can't do this, mom. You have Daniel, you have your kids, you can't do this. And every time I would leave the house, there was this yellow butterfly that I told Gloria about. The yellow butterfly would just be there. And I was like saying, okay, so he's giving me signs. And then I was like starting to come out and say, wait a minute. He's really strongly giving me a message. And then when I look back into this message of it's all good, I said, I, you know, this, this, it's no accident. And I have all the tools that I can actually serve a higher purpose. And I actually, because of course, all my friends around me, all in energy work, I had a, a friend as a channeler. And she was, uh, her focus in channeling was on those that transcended. And she gave me a very strong message from Antonio. And it was sounded just, it was him. And she didn't know him. You know, she, was, she lives in West Palm and I went to see her and then she said, of course. And she just felt his energy. He's such a strong, beautiful spirit. And he said, just for you to continue because he's too sore. I mean, I have the recording of his messages that I listen to them because it really, I know that's him. And it's so, it really has carried me through. It really uh, has brought me to this where I am, feeling blessed. And definitely takes your spirit to another level. Totally. Definitely. You know, I could not um, fathom losing my mother when I lost her. But I, I have two sons, and I just can't imagine what you must have been feeling and going through when you, you say everything's gray I get that like I imagine just going through life almost in, in a trance were you able to you know was it the channeling was it the a combination of the channeling and the working that helped pull you through it like the messages you were seeing from him that helped color begin to come back your world I would say it's a combination. I feel that it was all aligned for me to get through it because there was a higher purpose. And so when I understood, and especially in that message, it's all good. And just feeling his spirit, that there was just no denying. If I, I can give you so many examples of how he just manifested, and it's through the sunflower. And it's like, you're in the right place. I would just started traveling with my little one and one day at the airport random, there was just someone carrying sunflowers. And in a place that we went to in California, there was, uh, we went to this little town that I really wanted to go where Yogananda has uh, one of his fellowship thing, uh, facilities and sunflowers was at the entrance of this little town. 
And it was just to me, it was the message on the right path. Continue. This is the right path. This is where you're supposed to be. And not only that, it carries further that those that are in contact with me that are in my experience, start having the experience of sunflowers. I can tell you so many stories where people just know. They say, Stella, look, sunflowers. I just got the sunflowers out of nowhere. My son's girlfriend is like, they send me happy birthday messages. Guess what? They sent me sunflowers in the messages out of all the flowers it's just um and so many other things so many stories that i have that just have kept me going like you're on the right path you're good you're you're gonna get through this you're gonna be fine you know you have a higher purpose you need to listen you need to listen and that's what i've just been getting more and so really right now is that totally internal my spirit listening to every step, everything that is aligning for me now is bigger than I am, way bigger. I'm nothing compared to what this is coming to. And also, uh, Kia Estela told me that when Antonio born, her husband bring her, the first flowers that he bring was a sunflower. Oh, my yes. God. I mean, you can't make it up, I guess, can you? No. You cannot. It's you, you can't deny it. I've had people that, oh, yeah, and then they have an experience. Oh, my God, no, there's no denying. There's just no denying. It's just, and, and it's beautiful, though, because once they, you understand that, that message and, and what they receive, things that they just, like, wow, it's just really is such a beautiful spirit. And his friends still keep in touch with me, and I see them blossoming into these beautiful souls one they're following their hearts because that's something that Antonio would always push them follow your heart follow your passion and they change uh, career paths because they said no it's not to please the parents it's what we want to create what we want to pursue and they're doing it they're doing it each of them I, I know them you know and it's beautiful and they keep in touch and Mother's Day or my birthday send me a message so it, it's really, truly beautiful. So yes, all of that keeps me going. And just as you know, there's this higher purpose that is just going beyond the body, beyond the physical. It's feeling the spirit. It's really, truly feeling the spirit and knowing that it doesn't end with the physical. I believe that too. Um, when I feel my mother's energy, like sometimes she, my mom was a smoker, anyone who knows her, she was a cigarette smoker through and through. And sometimes I'll smell her cigarettes. No one's around me smoking, but I'll smell her cigarettes or her perfume. She had this one perfume that she absolutely loved. And sometimes I'll just be going about my day and I smell it so strong, like clearly I, that smells like my mom. And then I go, hi, mom. <laughs> like, or her name will come up somewhere or um she was on facebook before she passed away and i will get a facebook notification uh, with her name on it or something or it'll be her birthday and it'll be like her, don't forget her birthday's you know tomorrow and i'll be like it's my mom coming through just to remind me that she's still around she pops into looking on me like that kind of thing and my father too my both of my parents are deceased so my father too you know so it's just a comfort I know that a lot of people do not have this type of belief and I respect that everyone believes mm -hmm. the way they believe and cool to each their own. But for me, I, f I would be, I think my grief for both of my parents and I lost my father at seven would have been a million times worse 
had I not had the belief that their energy would still be around, would still be present without these little signs and synchronicities that even if just make me think of them for a moment, it, it makes them live again. You know, it makes them present in my mind because we get on our daily grind and we're busy de- doing our things. And then suddenly I smell my mom's perfume and I can take a moment and be present with that and have a, have, there were tons of bad memories. Yes. But there were tons of good memories and I choose those and I sit and I remember a lovely moment with my mother and it just, it feels so good, you know, so I can't imagine it any other way. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. So Estela, so what you would say to a parent, parents that they lost their kids and they don't know how to grieve and they're still grieving for a long time and they are in desperation that they don't know what to do. You know, you can't, I always say you can't take that uh, going from A to Z. You can't just say, I'm going to get past this and all that. I actually, I would first, I would say, because I, you know, being in the spiritual path and being in all the tools that I had I said, I just want to make sure that with my mind, that the process of grief is, is if, if it's something that's not normal in that process, so it is. So I actually went and I, and I asked Antonio, I said, I'm going to look at all these psychologists and going on this list, and you're going to tell me which one. Listen to it. So I, I went and I started looking and feeling, and I said, oh, this woman, this name. And she said, I made the appointment, I went, and she was Colombian. Hmm. And she was, and we connected at such a level that was just so perfect. She said, yes. And she explained to me the cycle of grieving and, you know, this is what you go and you, you think you're an accept, you're in denial and the acceptance and your understanding, and then you could actually go back. So that really was big for me because I said, oh you actually can go back, meaning that you are in this great place, but all of a sudden something hits you, you go back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was key for me because, you know, I said, okay, I understand this is my purpose and legacy and all that. And I'm getting through the acceptance. You're understanding where you are and honor where you are a day at a time. Because what happens with this grief is that you want to get past it. You want to like, or you just give up on life. Right. So, Take yourself back and say, just be gentle with yourself and also have that support system. So I actually connected. They looked for me, two ladies from FSU that lost their sons. And they searched for me. They found me and said, we want to be your support group. We want to be there for you. And they're still my friends. And so it was so because I said, so is this okay? So is this, is this not, you know, when you cry all of a sudden it's something, a song stirs you or looking at this and something just stirs you. And she goes, yes, just be with that. It's okay. And then I will call them. I'm really feeling my son. I'm doing cooking something. And then it's okay. Go ahead. Just cry in what you need to. And so honor yourself, but just also pull yourself back, not to get stuck in that. Mm-hmm. It's just to say, you understand what you're going through, you feel it, and then you just say, okay, deep, deep breath, and go into your practices, whatever that is for you. 
all those tools, yeah, like I said, pull them out of the toolbox in your meditation, your yoga, whatever that is for you. If it's being in nature, traveling, to me, it was try. I started traveling every three months. So I actually keep the, keeping that. I love traveling every three months. Going somewhere to disconnect, recharge. And I, just, I did that with my little one. And we just had these trips every three months. We go to California, we go to Columbia, we go different places just to just disconnect and say, okay, it's okay. Or two, I did retreats and I went and I screamed in the mountain. I went to Ecuador in a retreat, never been to Ecuador. It just came to me. Hey, they're offering this retreat and this, and they were a beautiful group. I went. And so that was very, and then I did shamanic work to also scream, scream it out, scream the grief. So it's to know that you, a day at a time and everything you feel, it starts adding up to where it doesn't go away. Oh, my son, some days I'm like, I just want to touch his face, you know? But it's okay because he's just, I feel him, his embrace. I feel just, it's okay, mommy. And it's, and I'm okay. So it's just to honor that. Honor yourself. That's beautiful. I got me and my feelings. Gloria, if you could continue. I'm gonna take a moment. Wow, this is very beautiful. I also want to ask you, um, the next step that you have to have was to go to his room to empty, because I, 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 knew, I know a person that they left the room for two years exactly the way her, her, her daughter left, left the room. No. And I also told her, this is not right. And she said, I want to keep it just like that. And you have to respect that. Yes. So what exactly you did for, for the parents don't want to let it go? Because I understood, actually, like I said, I have a lot of friends that have do energy work and all that. And one of them actually saw my son because, remember, he died on impact. So he didn't suffer. But then imagine if you wake up and you're like, where am I? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's the mystery of life. But my friend who is a seer said, I saw Antonio and he is in your house, my ex-husband's house, and he's in the room and he's crying because he feels like, where am I? So we have to do a ceremony to send him to the light. So immediately we did that. I the, People that were supposed to, energy workers came together and we did that. And the his clothes and his belongings, actually, uh, when I went to the uh, university, there were things that his friends that were friends since they were little kids, friends, they were asking, can I take this? Can I take that? I said, yes, that means a lot to you. Take it, take it, because that's for you. I just kept, I actually have his FSU chair that I use for when I take my little one to when he used to go to soccer. So that's the only thing I kept. But his clothes, his most precious clothes that, that the girls wanted were actually in the car and they were crushed. So there was no saving that. But uh, my daughter kept his glasses and uh, sunglasses. He loved this Ray-Ban, which interestingly enough, recently my son, oh, look what my friend gave me, my little one, Daniel. He's 17. They're exactly the same sunglasses. I said, are those Antonio's glasses? Antonio's glasses. I said, they're just the same. And a friend gave them to him. Interesting. So one of my ex-husband's sister actually said, are you ready? This is on the 
third day of his passing to let's go to his closet and let's get all these clothes and everything we can give them away, whatever you want to do. And I said, okay. And then you choose what you want to keep, you know, that you want to. I said, okay, let's organize that because it needs to, we need to let him go. I know I needed to let him go and for him to be in the light was because I understood that the importance of those spirits to be in the light, to really be able to transcend to the light, not get stuck in, in this plane. So um, I did, I went and we got, we packed up with his clothes and actually she took him to Columbia and gave him to people, the kids that, you know, poor kids that needed it there and, and it went to beautiful use. So, and I just kept some of his things. I kept his drawings because his drawings were very much of his awakening and they're very precious. Um, but that's it. I, I, you know, I just have his picture and I just have that. And I do, I do think it's important. Actually, the girl that passed, I talked to the mom. I kept in touch for a while. We lost touch. But she had a dream because the father did not want to like, they wanted to keep the room intact. And the mother kept saying, you know, we need to do this. But she had a dream where the daughter said, mom, it's time, please get rid of my stuff. And so she told her husband, I have this dream. I have to do this. She told me, Valentina told me that I need to do this. So she also understood. Not easy because you do want to hold on and want to smell the clothes, you know. But his really, to me, it was like, you know, his clothes that he was like very close. You know, he loved certain T-shirts, favorite things. His friends knew him, so they wanted that. They wanted to wear. They, he had the shirt that had the moon cycles here. The kid was very connected. He's like, he is still very connected. But it was, um, I would definitely recommend. And, you know, and again, you're right. You can't, if they're not, if, if they're not ready, you can't. But I just say, if you give yourself that little push, knowing when you think of the spirit, not yourself, when you become right. that selfless and say, this is about my child going into the light, what wouldn't you do for your child? And that's what I told myself. Whatever it takes. And that's why I said, oh, yes, we need to send, let's do a ceremony. Let's send him to the light. He needs to be at peace. He needs, we need to let him go. And that's why I did the, the whole rituals when I did the retreats. Because I needed to let him go because, yeah, let all the physical stuff go. But it's to really let him go into the light and be with and understand that it's a process. It's a process. Um, but I understand that it serves a higher purpose. And that's what kept me going. I'm very interested in what you're saying about... Um letting them go and you went to these retreats in order to do that mm-hmm. how did this help you to to let him go because i know letting go is one of the hardest things if it's letting yes. go of a relationship letting go of a friendship letting go of someone you love that's that's transition can you can you tell me about that um one of the biggest, and this was actually, I did shamanic work with one of my shaman friends. So he's like my brother. We went to the Ecuador retreat together. He felt called to do it. And uh, he said, let's do a ceremony. Let's go up to the mountain because it's just to work through your emotions because you, you have all that in, in your solar plexus and you need to 
um, in order to, to release and let him go is to work on your emotions because that's why you don't let go, right? Because that's the attachment. So it really takes you, it really takes you to another level when you're spirit, when you, when you do this work. So, I, so because I know, you know, I've, I've medicine with the shamans and the different types of medicine, I understand the, what you go through in that process. And it's really digging yourself into dirt and just being with that and screaming it out and letting it out. And it's just not holding anything. And then that part of the emotions start to subside and say, okay, you're processing. So it's not that it happens in a second. It's a process that um, it doesn't mean you don't, you can't give it a time frame. but it's, it's the more that you understand in your being, not your mind, what that process is when you're being going through it in the emotional part of it, the faster you process. And I can tell you because I see it now in, in relationships and attachments. I get it. I understand it. You go through the emotions. You don't deny and it process faster. A breakup that could take you a year takes me two months. That's the difference. When you start understanding that in your being, because that's your vibration, what it's saying now. You can go and tell the world, I'm not grieving now, and you're denying of where you are. And so you're stuck. Then you can't transcend. So it's really to observe yourself, to feel, in order to identify and transcend. That's beautiful. Thank you. So you have all of these um, these skills and these certifications and you had this experience, but you had a lot of this training, I imagine, probably not all of it, but like probably a lot of it before. How were you able to call upon that to help you through this process? Oof, so much. Like I said, I... Uh, when I started, when I was in, I knew I was in that dark place of that scene, everything great. Literally, I saw the life great. Everything was great to me. So for months, right? I'm not saying it was a week. It was a month. Uh, I would say that he passed March 19. And by August, I was saying, wait a minute. I do have these tools and because I felt his message so strong and saying, you can't do this. You can't just be gray. And, and what about Daniel? You know, you, you, you've got this, your three kids, my other kids are older, but still, I mean, they were, have all been so impacted mm -hmm. by their brother. My daughter was supposed to start the police Academy that day. She was uh, out in Boston for the weekend to start the Academy. So that was a Sunday, right? So at 12 o'clock, she's saying, why aren't you home, mom? And I said, I'm in Orlando. Why are you in Orlando? Well, we can't find Antonio. I was still in denial. So she started looking at hospitals. So she was like a second mother to him. Uh, I tell you, she's, and now she's a police officer. And she went to, she reported at 8 o'clock. They're all texting me. Why is she reporting, you know, here when all this, 
And she said, I know Antonio was proud of me for taking this step in, in this career. And so I wouldn't, I don't, I didn't want to let him down. And so that's why she did it. So she pulled through and uh, it took her, she processed after she finished the academy and her training, that's when she processed the grief. She didn't allow herself to process because she had to be on task for him. And then she processed. This has wow. been a rough road for her. And so the tools that I had with my yoga was the breathing. So the breathing techniques, the meditation, and really, and I'm going to tell you, this is what got me through. The Ave Maria and the Hallelujah songs were, are the mother songs. If you listen to the words of Hallelujah, and I felt him singing that to me. Now, I never really, I mean, I love the songs, but it wasn't like something that wasn't like my favorite of anything. They kept coming. Those songs just kept popping up, and I was just listening, and I would cry. And I said, he's singing to me. And it was just so profound and saying, okay, so let me work through. And because I couldn't meditate, of course, because you're stuck in that sadness, that extreme sadness. But the songs would be my meditation. And I would just be with that. So the breathing techniques are crucial. They're life force. And his message and the channeling was, if only people would understand a breath is. And life is but a blink of an eye. So be in the present and live life to its fullest. And I just kept getting those messages through those songs to get me chills, <laughs> listening to it. Because now when I listen to it, it's with so much love. I feel this such a empowering, loving song of the female. And he was so integrated in his masculine and feminine, that kid, that it's just, I now look like, it took me a while to understand why is this coming? Why and why do I cry like this when I hear these songs? Now it's truly tears of joy, of just pure bliss of love, of bonding of a mother and child, a child and mother. And so it really takes it to that other level. And so to me, it was all in the breath that really breathe through it, breathe through it and be with that. So, was, and I continue with my yoga by myself. I was no longer teaching and, um, and the retreats, because it was just to be with like-minded people, people that were giving me the support and the love and holding space for me, being that mm -hmm. sacred space for me. I felt safe. I felt supported. And I was very blessed because it just, they, they were different, this group that I was with, um, than the other groups. And then my shaman friends, you know, I did, uh, the sweat lodges. So all that I went back to, and they all, of course, offered me, what do you need? What do you need? And it was just to be in that sacred space, to feel safe, to feel supported. Wow. 
looks beautiful. And I, I've got to say, Ave Maria has almost my entire life been one of my favorite songs. So, so beautiful. Um, I just got to say, like, I know we're almost at an hour. <laughs> and this really? Like, yeah. Oh my, I, have, I have one more question before we go. I, I was going to say, I have a couple more questions if you don't mind <laughs> if we go a little bit over. Okay, okay, perfect. Perfect. Ask away, Gloria. Okay, Estela, what you would say to the parents that they have the kids alive and they have a very bad relationship today? And that has been in my heart in the women's circle. That's one of the reasons why. And I am seeing the results. The one of the ladies that I'll tell you about later, she is so grateful. That's why she brought the other friend because it has made a difference in her relationship with her son. When I launched the Facebook Live, this and his anniversary, this March 19th, I was so, he woke me up around four o'clock the week before because I was going to go actually to Dominican Republic for a shamanic retreat. <laughs> My son said, no, you're not. You're going to launch a Facebook Live and give it a name and just, just what's in your heart. And I've done a Facebook Live. Okay. It came together because, of course, you'll make it happen. And that Facebook Live, I called it the passion of a son. And then that message was actually talking about that, Gloria. Because, of course, I still have my little one, my 17-year-old. And just to remind myself that we get stuck in so many things of how we want the best for our children. We do. The best intention. We want them to have better lives than we have. And in their career path, which is what Antonio was so passionate about in telling them to follow their passion, not what their parents wanted, but what they wanted. And to me, that message is very strong, where I tell parents, let them be them. I know that there's a discipline and a structure because it's where they're giving them guidance and we are holding that space for them. And that's the difference. When we hold that sacred space for them where they can be who they are, and follow their heart and their passion to let them unfold in their soul in the process. Also, not fall into enabling and to not get stuck in the petty stuff, dirty, like the dirty rooms, <laughs> messy clothes. I just said, okay, I'm going to close the door. I'm not going to see the room. I have a teenager and he knows. And what I love is that he brings his friends and he feels safe. This is his home. He, prefers to be here then at his father's because he feels more comfortable. He feels that he's accepted and loved the way he is. And I told him, you don't have to go to college. If you want the experience of being in college, I'm all for it. You've got, you've, you've got my full support. I want you to follow your passion. What is it that stirs you? And so I totally, what I tell parents is enjoy every second that you have with them. It's not about quantity, it's about quality. And really, that has really brought it to me. And I have no regrets in the quality that I shared with Antonio. We would sit there, simple things. And it didn't have to be for a whole day, just half an hour, an hour conversation. Would just be so enriching that they take that so with them. Then having to say, okay, we're going to go on a trip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But are you being present with them? And that's the biggest part is be present with them. When you're with them, that's quality. Being present with them equals quality. 
because you are engaged, you're being with each other. They're feeling your love, they're feeling your attention, they're feeling you just undivided attention to them. And what they say could be they show you a video. My son comes shows me videos, so don't look at this and look at that. That's it. Those are just precious moments, and no moment can be repeated. Treasure it. Every single moment counts. Enjoy it. Just like your grandbaby, Gloria. Oh, I want to eat him up. Just enjoying that innocence and carrying him. And just, it's so precious. Just life is so precious. Mm, it's beautiful. I mean, to be in the present moment and be with them. Because we we do get caught up and and being busy. And I catch myself doing it. Just a minute, babe. Let me finish. And then I have to go, okay, mm -hmm. what is it you want to show me? Show me. Come mm -hmm. here. You know? And I got my son his new phone this week. He got a phone because he's going to first grade, right? And he's going to be taking the school bus and all of that. And so I'm full of it. I'm full of anxiety. It goes by so fast. Just yesterday, he was a baby like so Max. Fast. And I was carrying him and having all the fun Gloria's having now. And now he's going to first grade. And he's like, he's not even in the house right now. He's outside playing all day from sunup to sunset with his friends. And I'm like, sometimes like, wow, I'm really lonely. I'm a teenager. <laughs> he's doing his thing, hanging out with his friends. My little, my baby now is gone, hanging out with his friends. And so I got him this phone so I could sort of know where he is through the apps and all of that. And um, I said to him, Lucas, this phone is so important. It is so important that you don't lose your phone. So you have to make sure that you keep track of where it is, always know where it is. And then I was hearing myself tell him how important this phone was. And I said, but you know what? The phone is not more important than you. So if it comes between you and the phone, leave the phone. <laughs> but, but, and if you lose the phone, it's, it's not more important than you, but just tell me if you've lost the phone and do your best not to lose it. You know, because I wanted to make sure he understood that he was the most important thing, not the phone. And That's being it. so little, I didn't want him to, because I'm like, don't lose your phone. <laughs> it's so important. That's but it. Those little things are so important, and we don't even think about them a yes. lot of times, you know? Yes. We get caught in the busyness. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. We have to catch ourselves and to also say, sorry, hey, listen, hey, I had a rough day, something that you, I mean, that happened to me. I was like rushing and, and I go and apologize. Hey, I'm sorry, baby. I just, you know, I, I mean well, but I know that, you know, it upset you. And, and so we talk it out because it's, that's important. Love it that. really is. I love that. Wow. This is awesome. It is awesome. Um, and I, I want to know, like, I know that you've done a lot of healing work and now you're, you've taken that and you help other people like with mm -hmm. your life. Right. I imagine you help a lot of people. And so what I want to know is how you help people so that if there's people watching this and they want to reach out to you for some support, what is it that we come to you for? Because you, you do so much. So I want you to be able to, to tell people what you are offering and how you can help them. Well, I have so much to give. So, yes, I am. I That's what I was sharing with Gloria that I started. The, I need to build the content on my website because I am going to be offering my services more channel there because I need to channel my energy so that it's. You know, you can't spread yourself so thin and still mm -hmm. I'm still in the corporate world. Uh, but yes, and then you go on Instagram 
you know, for Stella underscore Solar, S-O-L-A-R, and contact me. And I, if I can be of service in any way, I we would work something out because that I do. I have done um, therapy sessions. I actually have a crystal uh, bed. It's with quartz, you know, amethyst and tourmaline. And so I have worked my healing with that and my sound healing. So, and I do Reiki, of course. I've done Reiki on my animals, my kids, when my son goes to soccer. I've done for the whole soccer team. I actually was teaching the meditation. It was, it was such a, a beautiful experience to teach these kids. They're such sponges. They're so hungry for that, too. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. But they get caught in what the parents are. The parents are like, well, what are you doing, you know? And, of course, right. you ask permission. But it's just I saw the mm-hmm. difference in these kids. And so, yes, I, you know, I, I want to channel it better in terms of the time frame, because right now it's uh, I can't like just take 100 <laughs> calls. But definitely um, I know that what is meant to come to me and whoever is meant to come to me will come to me and it will flow. So I trust that. I agree with that, too. You know, the people who um, connect to your energy will be attracted to it. Like a little vibe come to you and you'll be able to help them. I I noticed so many things uh, in your bio. And one of the things that really stood out to me was crystal meditation. Now, I'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with crystals. Okay, so when you tell me you have a crystal bed, when you tell me you work with uh, sound bowls, I get really excited because I love all of these things. (laughs) So I want to know, a lot of people don't know what that is, though. So could you please educate us on what first, what is a crystal meditation? And then what, what is it that you do with the sound, sound bowls or sound baths or all of that stuff? Yes. They're called, it's called sound baths or sound healing or sound bowls. Mm -hmm. They're all the same because they're crystal balls. So each Mm -hmm. crystal ball, so you have uh, people more commonly known the Tibetan bowls, which are the metal, the seven precious metals. And so you can also do meditations with that, of course. I work more with, and I have those, but I work more with the crystal balls because to me, the frequency, each one has a frequency that is connected to, related to the chakra. So the energy system that we have in our bodies that are more than seven, but seven is what the ones that people know the most in your, from your um, Mudlahara, which is, you know, they have the names for your solar plexus in your heart, in your throat, chakra of communication your third eye for your intuition and your connection to the divine. So each of the bowls has that frequency. So I have, I work actually go experienced it last night with the heart handheld crystal bowl. And that one is my scanner. So that frequency works through your cells and that in what blockages you have in there, that frequency connects and unblocks. So what is the key to for that is that you have an open heart and that you come to receive and say, you know what, I don't have to be a believer and so forth. You have your religion, go for it. Nothing to do with religion. This is really scientifically proven that it's the hertz that each frequency, you know, the frequency that it carries on the hertz of each of the bowls. It's just so magnificent. And, you know, when people say, hey, that bowl sounded screeched in my ears, oh, it's really working. That bowl, if it's a solar plexus, it's really working on you because that's what it's doing. It's going through, working through your cell system because it's world energy 
and the balls are energy because they're alive. They're, they're, they're beings because they come from the earth. And so that's why I have such a passion for music. That's why I anything has to do with sound. Um, I love music and I love dance and I love the movement because to me it's all connected. I feel like I was just, my spirit's like a musical note. That's how I see myself. I am music. And so with that, I do the scanning and then that bowl tells me, oh, yes. This, I, and I could tell because that's how we shared. I know where there's a blockage and I know what it's working and I know when it's, and it's not because I'm this knowledgeable. I'm just a vehicle and I just connect to universal energy, not my vital energy, because I would be drained if I <laughs> did that, right? So it is um, my true, true, true passion where I strongly know that it works, you know, to have that sound healing. And I offer and I do it, you know, when I have friends and they come to me, can you do the sound healing? I said, listen, it's all an energy exchange. It's not the money per se, but just bring something so that the energy flows. It's a candle, it's a, you share food or you share anything that you have an exchange of. So that's what I do because this, to me, the circle with the Moon Circle Women's Circle is to empower women. And through the healing of the sound healing, it gets to them and they get the message because they do the work. So we do the meditation. I did the yoga first and then I do the meditation with the sound healing. That's incredible. Wow. So I think it all works together. I envisioned a crystal meditation, like have, having a bunch of different crystals and doing like so, some meditations. Um, so I think it's really cool, everything that you do. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, we have one hour and nine minutes. Yes, yeah. that's right. And the time just flew by. It was really, really fun. Uh, do you have any more uh, questions before we wrap it up, Gloria? Uh, I think I'm okay for today. And uh, thank you so much, Estella, to be in Hot Topics today. It's a pleasure. It's an honor for you to share your story. And I know a lot of people will be transformed and inspired by you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And so understand life is but a blink of an eye. Enjoy every moment you live because it's such a beautiful life and such a beautiful planet. Let's enjoy this human experience. Awesome. Beautifully said. I just, I wanted to say also, thank you so much for coming to Hot Topics Live podcast. I think that you are absolutely incredible. Yes. Everything that you've been through <laughs> and how you have transmuted that energy to help other peoples and shine even brighter is just so inspiring. I know that everyone that comes into contact with this episode will feel your amazing energy and feel that inspiration also. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. We will put you in the green room. If you have time for a proper goodbye, then we'll meet you there shortly. If not, we understand it because we value your time. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Wow. But really, though, <laughs> that yes. is some story that yes. was really in my feelings. I got super emotional. I don't Me know too. when the last time I got that emotional in an Me interview too. was. Usually I can hold it together. But today was not that day.
<laughs> me too and i was thinking like how many parents are letting go the time with their kids you know they are like uh with the ego and mad and and there are some parents that they don't talk to their kids and because whatever reason because they're so proud and the ego and you know you have to respect the process for everybody but this message was very clear like Life goes in a second, and once it goes in a second, you don't have no time to say goodbye or, or at least to enjoy the moment with that person. And we get we get it for granted. We are like, we think we're going to have everybody all the time, and, and that's not true. Oh, take it from me. I absolutely loved that. I know that feeling. So you you have to come to terms with it. You have yeah. to be okay. You know, sometimes you don't get a second chance. No you know, and so make your decisions wisely about who you'll keep and who you'll let go of in your life. So big episode and she had so much to share and so much knowledge and we'll have to have her back and talk more once she's got her website done so we can send everybody to her website. But in the meantime, follow her on Instagram at Stella underscore solar right here. And um, go follow her journey, connect with her that way. And perhaps she can help you with one of the many things that she does. Yes. So many things. I went last night to her, her moon ceremony. It was amazing, amazing. And uh, I will continue going to her ceremonies. They're cool. So, That's you know, awesome. I, I saw her and I connected like right away. And so I, when I, 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 I say that and when I found all the treasure of, of who she is, I said, well, I'm vibrating high, too, because I find her. <laughs> and That's right. You know what? She, you were attracted to her energy. You were she yes. magnetized you in. Right. Yes. You yes. looked at her and you were like, that's going to be my friend. I do that, yes. too. I just I, I take people like you. <laughs> yes. So- that's exactly it took you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but when you're attracted to that energy, when you're attracted to that person's light, it's like a moth to a flame. You can't yeah. avoid it. No. Thank you, Angeline. Hey, Angeline. <laughs> you know how much we love you. Thanks yes. for tuning in, even if you caught the last 20 minutes. But girl, if you get a chance, watch this from the beginning. Right. Watch this from the beginning. Yes. It's, it's very amazing. interesting. It's a very powerful story. Awesome. Anyways, with that, we're going to wrap it up. But don't forget that you are living in a world where there is a silent epidemic. (laughs) The one that no one talks about is this pervasive feeling of not enoughness amongst so many people. You may not feel it now, but perhaps you felt it in your life that feeling of just not being enough or not being good enough, those feelings of unworthiness, those deep wounds around that. And I want to just remind you, like I do each and every week, that you are enough, that you are worthy and deserving of living your best possible life just because you were born. And it's not always easy. And circumstances can sometimes suck, but it all begins to shift when you change the way you perceive things and what you're thinking about. So that's the beginning. Go down the rabbit hole, do the research yourself, but you can change your life for the better because you deserve it. Or perhaps the way you're looking at your life 
Maybe it's your same life, but you just look at it differently and you see how good it is and you see how valuable it is. So I will continue to remind you of that every single week that you are so amazing because sometimes there are people on this earth who unfortunately never hear that. You'll hear it from me. So Angeline, you're going live tonight. Where are you going to be live at? So I can put it up here. Yeah. Put it in real quick before we wrap and um, I'll, I'll put it up here and promote it for you, honey. If you're still, if you're still watching anyways, good luck tonight. Either way. Good luck tonight. Good luck. If I can catch it, I will have my kids. (laughs) <laughs> they get tired of me being on the computer by this point of the day. I have right. about an hour left before they come for me. <laughs> so get off the computer, mom. Yeah. And, hey, and <laughs> as Stella says, I'm going to go make those moments count, you know, with my, with my babies, but, mm-hmm. oh, it's on your Facebook. Okay. Okay. The, so, let's break this island. Yes. Your personal, so Angeline's personal page. All right, well, you got to go friend her on Facebook then. And then you can see the live. And if you miss it tonight, you should be able to scroll back through her Facebook page and find it if you want to catch it. And you can see it here. So even if you're seeing or listening to this episode later, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Angeline.Constantino. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's C-O-N-S-T-A-N-T-I-N-O-U. If you're listening to this in podcast form, I got you. <laughs> and you so can go she, find Angeline. So she's going to continue breaking the silence. I want to know. That's right. Oh, yeah. well, more information coming. So she's doing a podcast interview, she says, uh, with a lady who is now sharing her story for the first time about how she came out of a of domestic abuse. Yeah, the other thing no one's talking about hey. right now is mm. the fact that domestic violence is still an epidemic and yes. it's still occurring way too much. Way too so, much. Way too much, way too much. So Angeline's doing her part to help people and to share that information with her podcast, Let's Break the Silence. And um, she's a an old friend of this podcast, of this show and ours. And so of course we're supporting her. So tune in yes. for that and tune in next week for another amazing episode. I have a somatic therapist coming in. Um, she's pretty amazing. I found her on Instagram. She teaches you how to connect to the sensations in your body that have happened from trauma. Uh-huh. So your triggers and how to yes. work through them and heal them. Isn't that awesome. going to be a gift? That's a gift to the world is what yes. that is. Yes. So she's starting a new course and I'm going to help share her information and hope that that she helps and reaches a lot of people, you know, because walking around in a triggered state is like hell. So if you can learn strategies to work through it, it's amazing. So um, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Tune in next week or catch the podcast. Um, We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.